0: and Thunder. We're talking Dice Masters, the beauty of the underlying mechanics, the hidden complexities and the strategy, tactics, and decisions of competitive play.
1: If you're just starting the game, or have been here since the first set,
0: hopefully you'll find something in this show that'll do you some good. So shake up your bag, reconnoiter your opponent, and get ready to roll. All right, welcome back to Rollin' Thunder. We're going to do a quick hitter today because we want to be part of the hype train for this new redesigned, rebranded Dice Masters experience with this new Secret War set, which now has an official street date of April 12th. And we've got a couple of cards to spoil tonight, courtesy of WizKids, Not only cards, but a couple of new characters that have not been revealed yet. I want to say a big thanks to the WizKids marketing department for including us. And I should take this moment to point out that the other excellent Dice Masters creators also have gotten spoilers. That includes DM North and Jordo and Company up in Canada, (laughs) uh, DM United in Europe, and of course our friends over in Great Britain, Chris and Andy with the Ministry of Dice. They all have spoilers and lots of other great content regarding Secret Wars, so check them out. But now, on to our own little corner of the world. America. America. <laughs> Home of Rip Thunderstone. Who you you should not trust Rip Thunderstone because Rip Thunderstone did not spoil
1: a single, not one, Secret Wars card. <laughs> Is that true? I'm not sure
0: that's true. I don't know. Anyway. I, I actually have missed a few uh, recent episodes <laughs> from the Mystery Dutch. I felt your pain, Chris, if, that, if that's any consolation. <laughs> uh, but but, but we're, here we are. We're on to Greener Pastures with the launch of a new set that uh, I know I'm really looking forward to. And in the studio, in Rolling Thunder Studios, I've got my son luke and o'neill luke and tige o'neill back from minnesota on spring break with me and we've been devouring spoilers from our other fellow podcasters and dice masters aficionados out there
1: i'm not so scarce that i'm a guest yet you don't have to introduce me like i'm a guest i'm not a guest
0: yet i'm I'm still (laughs) co-host yes you are yes you are but uh, it's nice to have you home at any rate Welcome home, and today we've got uh, some some stuff to spoil. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit. One of the big goals that we had for this new season was to do, well, right before the pandemic, we were getting ready to do one big weekend, two. That obviously got put on hold. So we still have a box full of goodies, a box full of things that we want to share with the Dice Masters community. So we're hoping that this rebrand, this relaunch, this Secret Wars set can be the opportunity to perhaps uh, help the local stores out there. It is the perfect timing because we have Secret Wars so you can draft. It is the perfect time. So we're trying to set up a, a time that's going to be probably good for both North America and Europe and maybe in Australia, who knows. But uh, we're thinking maybe early June. I think maybe people will have product around then. So... What say you, Dice Masters community? If that sounds good to you, reach out to us at... Arge at
1: RolandThunder.xyz And I mean, I guess you could also reach out to Lucan at RolandThunder.xyz But full transparency, I've not checked that email in like years So so apologies to those <laughs> so of you who have reached out anybody to reach out ever to me.
0: I-, I checked my email back when I
1: did like the puzzles Back when I used to make the puzzles But I, I don't do that anymore <laughs> All right, Fair enough, so reach out to I me I should make a puzzle though We'll
0: get you on the list and we'll keep you on the loop and we're excited to help promote and share the drafting love that's coming our way with Secret Wars. So, enough said on that. First off, I think I should say, you know, reminds me of the old, there's a monster at the end of this book, warning that if you're adverse to spoilers, there are spoilers ahead. We've got two of them. So, I personally like, seeing some of the cards revealed i think it helps get the hype going but if you don't want to hear it and you'd rather just experience the cards new for the first time in your first draft you might want to turn off the podcast soon because they are coming but before that, let's talk a little bit about maybe some of the keywords that we're going to be seeing, especially for new players who are joining us. There are always a few keywords that get people tripped up, and and we're going to see a few of them. So let's let's go over those so far. What what are the keywords that you've seen so far, Lucan?
1: Uh, well, in the spoilers, uh, we've got fast and energize, iron will, deadly, team watch, de- deadly team watch is a big one. Mm-hmm. Recruit, um, recruit, yes. The always confusing recruit. There may be others, but those are all that I'm seeing out of what's been spoiled. So okay, well, far. let's
0: go over those for just for those folks who you know are new to this. We've got deadly, deadly. If you've ever done magic, I believe is the same as death touch in magic. But can you hit us up with the definition of deadly, please?
1: It's just if that character die is engaged with another character die, regardless of what happens in combat at the end of combat the die that's engaged with a deadly character die is ko'd and it doesn't matter if there are 500 people blocking the deadly character die if they were engaged with that character die it will be ko'd at the end of the turn
0: at the end of turn yeah Yeah. that's the important part at the end of turn character dice that were engaged with the character die that has deadly are ko'd even if the character die with deadly has been ko'd or leaves the field zone as long as they touch them even once They're infected. Okay, so that's that one. How about Energize? Energize, I think there's a ton of Energize effects in this set. What's the definition of Energize, if you please?
1: In a nutshell, it's when you roll a die that has Energize on the double energy face correct me if i'm wrong but it can occur once in every single phase so if you can trigger it in your roll re-roll step and then perhaps like if you're in golden with parallax in your main step and then if you're still in golden with parallax again on your opponent's turn right all these sorts of things
0: all right well let's look at it so whenever you roll this die on one of its double energy faces you must use its energized effect and this isn't optional during the re-roll step Only check at the end of the step. The character with Energize does not need to be active for this ability to trigger. So it's not a while active ability. It just can happen outside of that. But the one thing I want to clarify on that is so in the main step, if you re-roll it more than once, it can trigger more than once. And the roll and re-roll step, it only checks at the end of the roll and re But during the main step, you can it could happen multiple times if you can force it to be re-rolled multiple times in the main step. And in the attack step, for that matter. Okay, so that's that's Energize. And there's a bunch of characters with Energize in this set, so be ready for that one. And then we got the ever-confusing Iron Will. Can you read the definition on Iron Will, please? Yeah, it's
1: been a while since we've had Iron Will. I think since like World's Finest or maybe Iron Man War Machine. But this character if it has iron will cannot be KO'd unless it was previously damaged this turn or if it is simultaneously damaged by two different sources of so it's like blocked by two characters for instance if this character die was previously damaged this turn and a it is damaged a second time and the total damage it received this turn equals or exceeds its defense or b game effect later in the same turn reduces this character's defense such that the damage it previously received this turn is equal to or greater than its new defense or c or c uh, later in game effect This turn directs that the character die Be KO'd Then KO this character Also KO this character if it is simultaneously damaged By more than one source for example being blocked By more than one character die and the total damage it receives from those sources equals or exceeds its defense. Characters with Iron Will that have not been damaged may not be selected to pay a cost that requires you to KO a character.
0: Okay, interesting. So that's I feel like they last could have written that a little bit shorter. But. <laughs> yeah, it is a super long thing of text. But basically, the thing that threw people a lot of times was double blocking, even though it's simultaneous damage, will potentially KO an Iron Will character. So then we got Recruit, which you know, it's been in the game a while now, but it doesn't get a lot of play, so I think people always forget, what is exactly Recruit do? Can, can you read that one for us? Sure. If a die with Recruit damages the opponent with combat
1: damage, you may move a die that matches what is listed in the ability from your use power reserve pool or prep area into the field zone at level 1. So, for example, it'll say Recruit Bat Family character I think is like for um, Thomas Wayne. <laughs> I think he has an ability like that or something. Or uh, Here's a more prescient example. Bat Batman can recruit Robin, and it comes in at level one. So, for example, if Batman damages the opponent, Super Rare Batman, then he can recruit Robin to the field at level one. Whether that's from the reserve pool prep area or a use pile, not from the bag.
0: Any any visible area on the field. And then we've got Team Watch, which is another one that I think there's a lot of characters with Team Watch. So that's something to keep an eye on. Just just for those of us who haven't played it in a while, what is Team Watch, Lucan?
1: It's an ability that triggers when the character with Team Watch is active, and you feel the character die that shares an affiliation with the character with the while active Team Watch ability. So that's
0: Team Watch. You know, when you field the character with the same affiliation as the character that has Team Watch, you trigger that ability. And there's a lot of affiliations going on in this set. So, you know, here on Battle World
1: And some new affiliations, too, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. What are some of those, by the way, Well, now that we're talking about it?
1: Well, we've got the Thor Core.
0: The Thor, Thor Core. yeah. You might want to check... Uh, True Mr. Six has got a video on that with the Ministry of Dice on the Thor Core. So check that out on YouTube. Can you believe that the game is in its 10th year now, right? That's crazy, but...
1: If you joined any time after that first year, for all intents and purposes, the Fantastic Four affiliation is new. <laughs> right, um, right, right. And it's, it's back.
0: And we finally got the Invisible Woman, who wasn't even in the game, so was only Fantastic Three for the longest time.
1: Although, if I'm reading the spoilers correctly, it looks like this is... Fantastic Four Plus,
0: you know, <laughs> a little bit more than just the four. But. Yes. So we got the Fantastic Six because there's one of the cards, the Super Rares that have been spoiled, is, has an alternate win condition, the second alternate win condition that we've seen in the game, which is when six different Fantastic Four characters attack, you win the game. And I believe that's on the Super Rare Black Panther, is that right? Indeed. Okay, cool. So speaking of teams and characters, there's still a lot of holes. In the list of spoiled characters. And we've kind of hazarded some guesses. I, you know, I was thinking one of the cards, sometimes you look at this stuff and you think, well, we know from the story that probably these characters exist in this set. And then also you have characters like, say, the super rare Star-Lord.
1: Who will indicate that there will be other Guardians in the set because his ability synergizes with Guardians. So for the sake of drafting, you know, you want to have this nice closed circuit drafting experience. So there are probably going to be a few other Guardians. You'd
0: think that there'd be some other Guardians, though sometimes WizKids leaves orphans in sets. So we'll see. But like, for example, you would think that with Groot that he would be a Guardian, but well, we've set. only seen two of the Groots. We only seen so maybe one of the Groots is is a guardian, but so far we haven't seen a guardian Groot, which is interesting. That's true. He's been a Thorcore guy, but, but we'll see. There's, yeah. there's, there's there's spaces, there's holes in on on DM
1: United. I'm looking right now, and we see the characters start at number seventeen because we assume there are sixteen basic actions because that's what there's been in these most recent draft display sets between. 17 and 56 for the commons because we know 56 is Wolverine. It says it on the card. So we have some some holes alphabetically. And so the first one, we know we've had the super rare Black Panther spoiled. If you attack with six Fantastic Four characters, then you win the game. This is a cool ability, but it means there, I assume, have to be at least six Fantastic Four (laughs) characters. And here we only see five. We see the thing... Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic, Black Panther, obviously, and then also Namor. So there has got to be a sixth, and I'm going to assume that that's the Human Torch. But looking at this list... I'm not seeing a, a alphabetical space for H, so I'm going to guess it's going to be called Johnny Storm, and that's going to go at number 34 between Jane Foster and Kang.
0: One would assume, maybe, maybe. Historically, there's been other characters in the Fantastic Four, like
1: Johnny Storm.
0: Jo- well, <laughs> Johnny Storm's <laughs> the most obvious one, but you know, we had uh, She-Hulk, for example, was in the Fantastic Four. Um, Black Panther. Uh...
1: We we already said Black Panther. So, so yeah,
0: so there's potential. Well, Namor. So there's potential for others we also to be there. Said that, but... <laughs> anyway, anyway, maybe it's Johnny Storm. So there's some cards that suggest that other cards of its affiliation might be in the set. For example, the rare Star-Lord, who... Costs two less to purchase and
1: two less to field while you have an active Guardian character die. Or the super rare, which has Team Watch, deal two damage to target character die, and prep a die from your bag, which means you have to be fielding more Guardians, right?
0: Right, so that suggests that there'll be more Guardians in the set. And there are some holes, according to DM United, right?
1: There are, so we could see... Between Phoenix Force Cyclops and Spider-Gwen, there are three holes. You could have Rocket Raccoon in any of those holes. Yeah. The other big one is we don't know all the groups yet, so one of them could have a Guardian affiliation. Now, between Dazzler and Franklin's Galactus, we have one hole, and you could put Drax there, but I'm hesitant to do that because there are so many other... Important characters that could go there. Yeah, I really um, wish. How are you going to tell a Secret Wars, and we're talking the 2015 Secret War story without Doctor Strange, right? Right. That has to go there,
0: unless they call him something else besides Doctor Strange. Unless which, they do like, that, like which you they know, could. like God Emperor Doom instead of Doctor Doom. So, yeah. you know, the, the other thing is like as an old Guardians, the original Guardians fan, I used to collect the original set. You know, I'd still love to see a Vance Astro or or a Martin next, yeah. but. <laughs> I don't think they were in this story, so I doubt they're coming. But if WizKids, if you're listening, Vance Astro Marnex, come on, <laughs> Charlie Twenty Seven, <laughs> Charlie Twenty Seven would be good too. Yeah, we haven't seen any of those guys.
1: We have seen Starhawk though, so I'll we have count seen Starhawk.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so those are some guesses about what might be coming. Of course, we'll probably be wrong, and who knows? Star Lord could be an orphan, but. I think that would be a missed opportunity if he is in terms of drafting. Anyway, on to the spoilers. So, this is your chance. If you're afraid of the monster at the end of this book, the monster is coming right now. So... Turn back all ye who do not want to hear spoilers. I
1: don't know, we already spoiled like 20 things, so I don't know. This is like the... <laughs>
0: well, I warned earlier, too, but now,
1: now we're actually going to get... Well, this is like the mon- we did the monsters at the foothills, you know, like we did the little... You know, if we're talking D&D, we, we did the kobolds, right? But now, because these are really new, this is dragons, you know?
0: This is These are them. All right, so, and they're oldies, but they're goodies. They're characters we've seen before in Dice Masters, but... We didn't know they were in this set until now. We got two of them. And we got two of them. The first one is Scarlet Witch. The common, called Chronokinesis. Lucan, can you read her ability for us, please?
1: Sure. Uh, well, she's a four-cost bolt with the same stat line that she's always had. She's an X-Men, and this is the common. While Scarlet Witch is active, you can re-roll the dice in your reserve pool at the end of your main step.
0: Okay, so that's interesting reminiscent of the super rare scarlet witch from way back in uncanny x-men and she read while scarlet witch is active you may re-roll any or all of your dice one additional time during the roll and re-roll step now i think they may have reworded this to actually make it work like they were originally trying to make it work way back in the day because now if you go back and look at that you realize that that would allow you to reroll things out of your own field zone. Uh, and people didn't really catch on to
1: that until after the card had already been cycled at least to the best of my knowledge
0: right like people weren't using it for that parallax kind of effect of re-rolling your guys out of the field for any number of reasons perhaps like you wanted to increase lantern ring the rare lantern ring damage you wanted more masks
1: you wanted to buy something expensive or you wanted to protect your stuff from dwarf wizard uh, because dwarf wizard in order to blank like you know like shriek or like typhoid mary uh, it had to have the die in the field to target unlike now right Um, so that was one potential use for it. So it had
0: defensive purposes, it had offensive purposes if you wanted to get more of a certain type of energy when you, it, when you want to swing to attack, maybe even to buff characters with pumps or something. So let's talk about a little bit of the differences between this this new wording. Again, can you read the re- new wording for me one more time? Yeah. The, the old one was, you may re-roll any or all your dice one additional time during the roll and re-roll step. This one is...
1: While Scarlet Witch is active, you can re-roll the dice in your reserve pool at the end of your main step. And I will say, while this is more clear of a wording, than the old one. I don't feel like this is... I feel like this has a very distinct identity from that one and that distinct identity is intentional. It's not clumsily worded. And we've talked about this before, I know, so we don't quite see eye to eye on this. I don't think that this will ever need to be reworded. It has a unique identity that might make it not the best for all situations, but it's far from useless. It has very real applications.
0: Well, one of the things that, you know, when I read it the first time, like anytime you've got a character that lets you kind of break some of the fundamental rules... You get to roll an extra time, for example, that is actually pretty powerful and it's useful in so many different situations. For example, there was a lot of debate around lab tests and the ruling that went around lab tests and the new form of uh, an energy die versus a character die in the reserve pool and rolled and unrolled dice and all that kind of stuff. This wording clears stuff up like that. For example, lab tests, can you read that for us just to refresh our memory on this issue? Yeah, continuous,
1: you may send this die to your use pile to re-roll one of the character dice in your reserve pool. And to answer an unasked and unwarranted and undesired question i do not like the ruling <laughs> but the this ruling card had was, potential <laughs> but the
0: ruling was and it goes way back to that that uncommon thanos ruling from way back when that rolled dice which which longtime viewers of the podcast will know i also don't like <laughs> yes but basically there's rolled dice dice that are in a rolled state can either be energy dice or action dice or Energy dice or character dice. So once they're rolled, they're that. For example, if you rolled an action die on energy, it's an energy die. And Lab Test is not going to allow you to re-roll that die. But Scarlet Witch reads...
1: All the dice in your reserve pool. So
0: it gets around that. So if you miss something and you want to re-roll it, you can. Which works great with an action. Now, here's something that Lucan and I were discussing it might not work so great with characters.
1: Well, but let's 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 break this down into you know like a classic pros and cons list, so okay. that we're we're being a little bit more judicious and structured about this, you know.
0: Okay. So, what are the pros with with this? First, let's talk pros.
1: Well, let's talk cons first.
0: <laughs> you want you want the bad news first. Okay. Yeah. So, what are the cons with this new wording?
1: Well, the the obvious one is because it says at the end of the main step, the traditional value to having an extra roll is that you can have an extra chance to roll your characters. Right, and if you, you still them. have a cha- if you miss them, right, and you still have a chance to roll your characters, but if you roll them on characters, you won't be able to field them because as soon as you take this extra reroll from Scarlet Witch, because it happens at the end, this is a unconventional way of declaring that your main step is ended, right right? This happens even after you pass priority, then you can do the Scarlet Witch roll,
0: and traditionally that's the only time you can feel this during your main step unless you have something like misdirection or polymorph which will allow your character to go to the use pile and then be swapped in.
1: During the attack step During after the, blockers are After yet.
0: blockers are okay. So that would be a way around this. But if it's now, people will go like, well, what good is that if I can re-roll? If I miss my character and I re-roll and then I can't field them after? I, I, I get your pain. Maybe you want to get two energy or something. Or maybe you rolled the character on character and you wanted to roll energy. It would allow you to do that. So
1: Well and really quickly before you go on to the pros, because I know you're about to say a pro.
0: Okay. Right? Is
1: we kinda of already touched on it, but this new one, because it's only the reserve pool, you can't touch the stuff in your field for any of that creative hijinks that you used to be able to do with the, the super rare back in UXM. But now now pros.
0: Okay, <laughs> so 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 one of the cons is that it happens at the end of the main step and if you can't use it in a traditional way to get a missed character rolled and fielded unless you have some kind of trick to do it right yeah the way it's structured right now the way it's written if you're going to treat it verbatim the way it's written it would appear to be the case now somebody may want to ask the rules firm if maybe that wasn't the intention of the card but as worded i think i agree with you Lucan. all right so what are some of the pros to this then
1: Uh, Well, the the big one, and I think that this is considering it relative to the set that it's in, is this is not meant to be just like a free extra reroll. This is meant to synergize specifically with energize since we see quite a few energize effects. And as we mentioned earlier, energize can trigger however many times you roll it in your main step in addition to once for your roll and reroll step. And so, this is an extra chance, perhaps, if you missed it earlier, or if you just want another... If you roll on double energy, you trigger the effect, and you want to do it again, get yeah. lucky, you only have a 33% chance of doing it, but it's better than zero, a whole lot better than zero, So, right? think,
0: think that rare Black Widow. You can spin somebody down at the end of your roll and reroll roll it again in your main step at the end of your main step and spin it down again or maybe spin it to energy so yeah uh, i'm gets, just
1: looking at these black panthers here because it's, it's what i have up but energize your fantastic four character dice get plus two attack this turn so they could and be getting, they plus can get, four. getting plus four right and plus yeah. plus two is i mean it's kind of a lot but it feels a little bit banal because we see it all the time but plus four you rarely see that and if you do see that it's like this character gets plus four it's not any type of sweeping thing
0: yeah that could be really 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 powerful so This card with an energized team is really, really strong. So also I was thinking other things that allow you to bite the apple twice, for example, maybe, well, this isn't in modern anymore, but Spark would work well with this, right? Because Spark triggers at the end of each of your steps as well. So you could Spark... At the end of your roll and re-roll, then roll again during your main step and spark again, potentially, right? Yeah. Anything else that you can think of that is a pro with this card? Well, absolutely. One of the big cons with the old
1: Scarlet Witch is it only affects the dice that you draw during your roll and real step and the dice that you had in your prep area. And, and the ones in your field zone. You can't. And the ones in your field zone, obviously. But it only affects the dice that were already out, right? If you use something like a fish, uh, Atlantis, right? Or something like a Daily Planet, anything that draws and rolls dice on your turn... It wouldn't work with that because your roll and roll step would have already been over back in
0: UX. By the time you feel that. By the time right. you feel it. Right.
1: But now, if you field Scarlet Witch and then you draw and roll dice from Daily Planet, then if you don't like what you get for whatever reason, at the end you can roll it again.
0: Right. So you get to use it, the turn you draw it, and it's really good with anything else that, that rolls in your main step, basically, right?
1: Yeah. And on top of that. One of the other disadvantages to the old one is after you feel it, you have to wait a turn before you get to make use of it. With the new one, you can field it and then use its effect on the very same turn that you field it.
0: And, you know, I was thinking in this set, there's the potential for the opponent to re-roll your characters on your own turn. So potentially this could be a good defense against characters that do that. For example, if you have the Collector out, like the old Collector... Or and, the new Collector. Or the new Collector, and you field something that spins your character out, theoretically, you could use Scarlet Witch to spin them again, give you a chance to, to roll them again, to potentially refill. Well, well no, no, it wouldn't because of the With Mystique and stuff. Collector,
1: right, you can spin out one of their things, and that's really mean, But yeah, you would get it on energy, and if you get it on single energy, you can use her to try to make it double energy. Right, but but even I
0: was thinking you could use it to get the character back and then put field it again. But because it's at the end of the main step, you can't do that unless you've got misdirection or some sort of special (laughs) effect, you know, or maybe maybe
1: with. I don't know. It wouldn't work with that super rare Superman, would it? No. Well,
0: somebody please ask the question because it would be really nice to be able to have some defense against look, that look, kind of okay. shenanigans. Even if it was an outside, it'd be cool. There,
1: there, I feel like there will be okay because there's
0: that black, the rare Black Panther. Can you read that one while we're talking? Because that's a really controlly defensive ability.
1: Well, yeah, it's got the energize your Fantastic Four character dice get plus to attack this turn. And, while Black Panther is active, when your opponent fields a character die, you may re-roll one of their other character dice. So
0: I was thinking the Scarlet Witch could be a way of getting, you know, yeah, sure, you made me re-roll it, but I get to roll it again, and maybe I get it back. But, no, doesn't seem like that, because it's only at the end of your main step, and by that point, you can't field again. Okay, so... Covered that one. All right. Anything else with Scarlet Witch we should talk about? I mean, well,
1: um, well, well, we were talking at the beginning when we were talking about you know guessing the holes in the set according to the list. You right. Know, we've got some X Men here, so you know we haven't seen any explicit X Men synergy yet, but it's not impossible. So she's an X Men. So you know maybe some inset synergy there. Yeah. So keep
0: your right. eyes peeled for any kind of X Men shenanigans because she could fit in well with that.
1: Speaking of whom, who's our other spoiler?
0: Right. So, like I said, we have an oldie and a goodie. And we've got, as the second spoiler, the Uncommon Beast. So, Beast is in the set, folks. This is the Uncommon
1: Beast, Genius Intellect, 3-cost Fist. This is the stats from the X-Men First Class. He's an X-Men and Infinity Watch. While Beast is active, when you field a Fist character die, choose one. Either deal 2 damage to target character die, or target character die gets plus two attack so
0: yeah there's a lot to like about that card i mean a card you can build around which is a lot of fun and it gives you a lot of flexibility i love cards that can work in multiple facets like this can be a little bit of removal if you want it can be a pump if you want he's cheap enough to kind of build around like if he's you're got on the two back
1: of, foot you can like really ping your enemy and annoy them but if you're on if you're able to push for the win Two, four, six damage extra with this attack can really push you over the edge.
0: Yeah. So, and he just, he's easy to build with. You think, okay, think about fist characters, cheap fist characters. You think, like, oh, it'd be really great with the overcrushing beast, but. (laughs) (laughs) Beast and beast. You can't have two beasts.
1: Robert has some very fun events where you have to, like, twin the characters. So maybe. Use two characters of the same name from different sets, so maybe in that event you can use Beast with Beast.
0: Yeah, that might be great, yeah, and the alternate universe Beast, considering that the story is about two universes coming together, so maybe... In, in I mean, that... yeah, I,
1: mean, I, I don't recall ever actually seeing Beast in Secret Wars. I mean, it's been since 2015, so my memory is far from perfect on that, but conceivably in that story somewhere in the world off screen off panel there would have been two different beasts dying at the same time
0: (laughs) i mean you know your mind rushes to like cheap fist characters can you imagine that this card would be really rough with the old guy gardner fist rush you know because you'd be removing and adding attack and just that could get nasty really fast a good guy gardner rush with this uncommon beast or these are golden or or silver but they're good you know pox walker for example that unblockable pox walker with swarm (laughs) with swarm would be really nasty with this and and maybe you could put to use the is it the super rare lalandra that when something goes through unblockable goes right back to the bear it's a rare yeah no one's playing that rare the super rare was the one that taxed It was the genzo because it's a six
1: cost right the rare is a six cost and the super rare is a five cost and it's it's so cool. The rare is so cool, but it's hard to justify Yeah, no, sometimes. I
0: haven't seen anybody play it, but it'd be nice, it'd be an excuse to play that. This is just attack, go to your bag, come right back out, and do it again, and you're, you we know... We have
1: also, speaking of abilities that send things that go through to the bag, we've got that old Summoned Skull Global back on, um... Shoot, who's it on? It's on... not magic. No, it's on Spider-Gwen. Pay a bolt, if target character die deals damage to your opponent, put it into your bag instead of the used pile. Yeah,
0: that's the old Summoned Skull Global, and yeah, that'd be really nasty, so... Any unblockable fist with this would be really good, and you could just get it right back coming out again and, and swinging again or the kuatoa with obscure might be good with this and it. swarm and swarm, yeah the swarm swarming is important with this because you want it rising around quickly But, but let's know.
1: talk modern stuff right Un- unfortunately right now with the three set legal card pool that we have there are very few two cost fists we've got lois lane and jimmy olsen who don't really synergize yeah. i feel like there are some others but there's wong
0: he's good. wong could be good you know that get yeah, wong that gets a plus from dr strange to begin with you know he could be a huge for a two cost absolutely or some overcrush on him right
1: the rare doesn't explicitly synergize with the ability but you know his ability to when you field him if you pay a mask to field him you get to re-roll a character die for a two cost that's just good right there's no two ways about it in this set we have some fist characters who are are cheap and well we have one fist character who's cheap and although it's not confirmed yet because we only have one version of them spoiled it is very conceivable that agent brand has a two cost version out there So that could be an inset synergy with this. And there could be other two-cost fists in the set. We just don't know yet.
0: Yeah, you got to figure out some way to get these characters through. But still... You know, not bad, and and there's Spider-Man. You know, there's some Spider-Man's in the set. And they're yeah. usually pretty good. Oh well, there's that from in Avengers Infinity.
1: We have that uncommon Spider-Man who can easily get down. Oh, yeah. to you know, really low. low that cost. would be good with this. That uncommon Spider-Man has Spider- overcrush.
0: Yeah, that would be really good. And even in set here, we've got. I just my mind flashed to that Star Lord we were talking about earlier, who gets. You know, when he's active, guardians cost two less and are two less to field. And he's a fist. And he's a fist, so you. And he's got some pretty good stats. So well, because he, if he's free to field, if he's free <laughs> he's to field. Free he's stats, got stats right. with, with that. But, so but so but you think about it, start, right? Little... Because
1: the old Drax from Infinity War, I say old, it's actually not very old, but (laughs) Drax from Infinity War, the two costs, I think it's the common, he's free to field if you have another Infinity Watch character, right? Unfortunately, he's a shield, but set that aside for a moment, right? So you have Beast out, then you field Drax, who's free to field, right? And then you buy the Star-Lord, who's two less, and free to field, and then you start fielding the stuff.
0: Maybe. I, guess, I don't know if I'd, I'd know. stop for the Draxo. I wouldn't stop that. for that. I'm trying to like be <laughs> synergistic, you know? Yeah, you just want the fist to start hammering away, you know? So that's... But
1: no, you need the Draxo because you need to have another guardian in order for Star-Lord to become so cheap.
0: Well, you know, this card just screams fist synergy. So you can build a fist team, or if you want to just hate on other energy types, look for cards to pair with this that are fists or work well with fists, Yeah. and I think you're in business, you know? Or look for things that pair well with Infinity Watch. It makes the Infinity Watch affiliation gives it a little bit more breadth. Yeah. And not to mention X-Men, of course. Yes, of course. (laughs) All right. Well, those are our two cards, folks. And again, we're hoping to help launch this drafting experience with the new redesign, rebranding of Dice Masters. And hopefully you can get your local scene going. And if you want... Reach out to us. We're going to try to help set up the One Big Weekend. And I'll try to put some more stuff. We're going to spoil all these cards on our website at www.rollandthunder.xyz forward slash
1: 302.
0: You got it. 302 for Season 3, Episode 2. And I'll also try to put some stuff up in the near future about One Big Weekend for those of you who are curious and who want to participate. I think that's it. Shall we hit it and quit? Let's
1: hit it and quit slang of
0: yeah. Well, that's the end of Turn 5, my friends, and it's time for the final clear. We hoped you enjoyed today's show. You can find us at RollinThunder.xyz without a G or an apostrophe where you'll discover all the links necessary to listen or subscribe to the show. You can also reach us by email at arge or lucan at rolandthunder.xyz. Our theme music was created by Jesse Wiener. We're in no way affiliated with WizKids, other than we love and celebrate the game of Dice Masters. So keep on rolling. We'll be talking again soon with another awesome guest. So stay tuned. And enough said.